This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hi, Chris. Thanks for inviting me onto your channel. My name's Sam Davis from Back of the Net. We're the number one ASC Bournemouth YouTube channel and podcast. We'll be covering this game in detail, including a match day vlog. So you might want to check it out. Hopefully it's nothing like last time with some last minute limbs at Dean Court. Hopefully it's like the away game for us at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That was a special one for us last season. So Bournemouth this season, new head coach, very different style of football, very different philosophy. I think a lot of Premier League fans looked at the sacking of Gary O'Neill and thought it was harsh and I can maybe kind of understand it if you look at his CV and what he did, where he took Bournemouth from, where he led them to, but it doesn't quite tell the full story. I think sometimes when you're a smaller club in the Premier League, a lot of football fans believe the media narrative, whereas for Bournemouth fans who are watching week in, week out, it was a very difficult Watch And whilst respect does need to be paid to Gary Neal and we all thank him for, for saving us, we finished with Scott Parker after our 9-0 defeat to Liverpool and we were in 16th place. Come January, Gary O'Neill took us down to 20th, but then there was an injection of cash upward of £60 million, which for a club like us is absolutely huge. And then these transfers helped to get us over the line, grind out results. And then eventually we got into some kind of rhythm. We were spluttering at times, but it was a decision that was made for the future of the club. And we needed we needed to change it. We needed a style of football to align with the with the board's vision. And that was Andoni Oriola from Velicano, who plays this front foot style of football akin to what Eddie Howe did. Some people call it rock and roll. Some people call it chaotic. But it's one where high press, high full backs, always moving forward, trying to win the ball back in the opposing side's half. And you know what? So far, it's been all right. We've only got a draw and a loss. The loss was against Liverpool, which I suppose could be expected. 9-0 though, so that's all right. Um, but yeah, the home game against West Ham, it, it, it showed some fruit. I think that when you've got so many different players coming in, in terms of transfers, which, which I'll, touch, I'll touch on, playing a new style, I think it's always going to be difficult to gel straight away. And with some movement still to be made in the transfer market, then yeah, I think, I think it's going to be exciting for, for once. 
I don't think will go down. Like usually, Bournemouth fans are very pessimistic, but for me, I don't think that's going to happen this season. I I do, I do think we'll be all right. But the transfer window, it's been good. We've signed uh, five or six new players, including uh, Justin Cliver, the uh, the winger, who obviously his name is um, is synonymous with quality football. But that is his dad. Tell you what, though, Justin isn't bad either. Our recent signing of Tyler Adams, I think, is a defensive midfielder that we've needed after the loss of Jefferson Lerma. We've also got other names through the door as well, including Max Ahrens, the uh, the right back for Bournemouth, which we've absolutely needed. Alex Scott coming through as well. And there are others besides. So we're building a side, I think, of, of young, talented players so that whatever happens, if we did somehow get relegated, we would be able to claw back the same, if not more, than, than what we bought them for. So really excited to see how things develop. A lot of these players that we've signed, by the way, aren't quite fit straight away, so they won't be straight in action. What's a successful season? <clears throat> it's always a tricky one because we know we've got to stay in our lane. We appreciate that. We really do have to stay in our lane. But, but we're signing all these players, but for us that are a quality... We've got um, a style of football that that means we should uh, have more of the ball, be more creative with it, should be seeing more goals defensively. I think that's still a bit of a weakness for us, but we've got uh, pretty much a brand new back four, which we need to gel together. I think a successful season would be an improvement on last season. Our owner came out and said, we're going to go for European football in a few seasons. Always worry about that. He's an American owner. We first came into the club and said we won't get relegated on an interview. I thought that's going to be memed up if it all goes wrong. Thankfully, it didn't. Um, so, yeah, I think I think just a slow progression. Look, I, I'm looking at some of the other sides in the league. and I'm thinking mm, maybe maybe we could sort of finish around sort of 11th, 12th, 13th, maybe even 10th. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes this weekend. I think it's going to be a really intriguing game. Really intriguing because, well, I, th- I think there's going to be goals. Uh, I think there's going to be excitement. I've seen the way that Spurs play and it's so mad. Like when I saw them against Man United, how is it that after two games, Postacoglu's got more of an identity than what Eric Ten Hag side have? Like, obviously there were loads of chances for both sides and Man United were probably guilty of missing a few sitters. I mean, Bruno Fernandes' header and and, look, and like the woodwork seemed to be struck every two minutes in that game. But I really feel as though not having Harry Kane is probably, I don't know, it's like a weight off your shoulders and that's not meant in a disrespectful way. We all know that Harry Kane is world-class, but I think you sort of played a style of football that was kind of based around him. Which is which is good when you've got your star player, but now I think what it's encouraging other players to do is to step up to the plate a little bit, and I think that it's it, it's probably a a good thing to have a a shared responsibility of success. I think last season there were a few players that didn't necessarily perform for Spurs, including Son. Um, so yeah, I think I think I think it's going to be a really really interesting game with two teams that that want to go for it. I'd like to think that Bournemouth could. I shade it, but um, we'll see how that goes. But in terms of the managerial change, I think it's an exciting time for Spurs. So 
yeah, really, really excited to see how it pans out. And some of the and some of the new signings you got through the door, like Van der Ven, and I think you know James Madison adds that creative spark as well. Midfield, I saw him. I think he was in a boot after the last game. So uh, for us, that would be a good thing if he's not included in the lineup. But there there were a number of players really for for Spurs that I think we should probably look out for. I mean, obviously, you know, Son is is an obvious thing to say. Uh, you know, Basuma, I think he had a he had two good opening games for Spurs, but also a player that caught the eye was was Pape Sarr as well. I thought that he um he was very lively, scored a good opportunity to goal, of course, and I don't know, I'm just I, you know, I'm feeling that he could be a player to to keep our eyes out for this season. In terms of our predicted lineup, it's gonna be Fairly difficult to to predict, really. I mean, I'll go for Neto in goal. Four across the back that will probably, from right to left, be Max Ahrens, Ilya Zabani, Marcus Sanesi. And then on the left side, we'll have Milos Kerkes. Just in front, we'll have uh, two, which will be likely to be Joe Rothwell. And Philip Billing, Ryan Christie will probably be in there as well. They'll kind of switch around as the game goes on. And then who else have you got there? You've got two either side, which I think will be Hamid Traore and Justin Cliver. We've gone with different players originally, like David Brooks, Jay Anthony, but I think they'll they'll likely be involved. And then elsewhere, yeah, you're looking at Dom Solanke up front for us as well. I think I've covered off every player that needs to be in there. So, yeah, my score prediction is going to be... Um, 3-2 Bournemouth. I mean, obviously, it's more in hope than expectation, but I'm going to go for 3-2 Bournemouth. I think it's going to be a game that's a really, really entertaining one. Obviously, they've looked at the games last season where there were 10 goals. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, I think Spurs look, look great, but defensively, I feel as though you can still be got at. But then that goes the same for us as well. Home advantage might might come into play, but um, other than that, I'm going to be keeping my eyes on Spurs this season. I think could be a really successful season for them. I thought I sort of thought they wouldn't push for Champions League. They could do. You could do. Um, so yeah, really, really intrigued to see how it goes. But anyway, good luck. Safe travels if you're coming down. And um, yeah, let's hope for a very good game and three points for the Cherries. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.